Welcome to the My Fence Life bonus podcast series, Ask Me About My Day, where you can eavesdrop on phone conversations between Dan, industry leaders, and fencers from around the country to find out about their day. It's 100%. You know, because, hey, I've been there. When I first started out, I didn't care, man. I had a regular job. Fencing was just play money. I was like, oh, yeah, I want to cut everybody. But I had a whole lot of headaches. It gets to a point where it's not worth it. What's up, guys? We back again this week. Um, Last week, we had Dan Wheeler on, and we were talking about... um, What the hell were we talking about? Low-balling prices. And we talked about uh, the immediate effects of uh, low-balling a job, which would be uh, cash flow, immediate influx of cash flow, obviously employee retention but then we started looking at the cons and there's like four to two the cons there's a whole lot more cons than there are pros to that um the long-term effects are your reduced profit margins and what it what it does to your business the uh, financial strain that low-balling jobs does to your business the uh perception in the community about your quality you know if you get Three prices and two of them are high and one's low. They're going to be like, well, you know, we knew we didn't pay top dollar for it. So what do you expect? Um, and then uh, you're not going to be able to invest back in your business. You're going to have difficulty raising your prices because now your customer base is. Uh, and that's the next thing you, you, you start attracting a um, a different customer base, man. Uh, a customer base that's not willing to pay the price that you want to you want to raise them up to so you can start making money again. And then we talked about last the impact that it makes on the competitors, the market in that region, and it takes a lot to recover. So some might say, and I'm going to bring on uh, old Dan Wheeler, our guest. Some might say, Dan Wheeler, mm-hmm. that, um, uh, man, low bond is the way to go. But guess what? There's some alternatives to that instead of lowballing. You know what? Cut. We talked about this last week, right? Mm-hmm. By the way, man, which you still got, uh, you still got your uh, Mister Fence uh, special straightaway there. Yeah. So if I y'all notice, it. if you're watching on YouTube, and guys, if uh, you need to go to YouTube because he's uh, play on YouTube, uh, Dan Wheeler has his background blurred out because he's <laughs> in his mom's office and it has. Live, laugh, love above his head. It's so cute. Uh, you can probably see it. Yeah, it's all blurred out. You can't see it, but it's great. So anyway, we're going to talk about alternatives. But before we get there, man, guess what came in the mail today? What? So I carry a, a, a Kimber Micro 9. You know what that is? Yes, you, I used to want that gun. Are you a gun guy? No. So it's beautiful, bro. It's all stainless steel. Yeah. Rose handle, right? I got this special case made out of Texas. It's by a company called Kusiak, K-U-S-I-A-K. It is actual leather that they mold. These cases are so freaking dope. They're like the next generation of leather casing for your gun. This is inside the waistband carry uh, because that's how I carry. But, um... Dude, I was all excited. 12-week delivery time because they hand make it special for you when you order it. Dang. Talk about nice, man. Nice, flashy gun. But anyway, I'm excited about it. It was sitting on my desk. 
<clears throat> so the alternatives. Have you given any thought, uh, Dan, from last week's show? Any alternatives that you could do instead of lowballing your price? What are some alternatives? Efficient operations. Be more efficient. As in going to trainings, getting educated, going getting education classes. AFA, FWA, NAFCA, they all have training. SOPs, just SOPs for everything. Yeah, definitely. And uh, Dan, do you know what SOP stands for? Standard Operating Procedures. <laughs> We're just testing. Last week, uh, folks, if you didn't listen, he came up with a really big word, sustainability. <laughs> and uh, he still has yet to text that to me because I made him turn autocorrect off on his phone. So he hasn't been able to text me that word. <laughs> Dude, I just got done eating lunch and I got a fortune. Did oh, you had Chinese today? It says learn to love by loving yourself first. Oh, so sweet. <laughs> what? So yeah, man, you need to be efficient. You got to figure out what's going on. Why are we not efficient? You know, um, maybe load up in the afternoons, right? So then that way, you can get on the job earlier, get finished quicker. Um, maybe you need to uh, go from a two-man crew to a three-man crew. I mean, I'll tell you what we did to be more efficient. It costs money, though. And if I would have been lowballing my prices, I wouldn't have had the money to pay for the equipment. And I had to buy three of them. Yeah, I bought three of them. Little beavers. Mm-hmm. So we used to run three-man crews. Well... I bought a little beaver for what it cost me to pay an employee for a month, right? I bought a little beaver, and now I run two man crews. Yep. That little beaver is my third guy, and it only cost me a month's salary. And we've had them, I don't know, about a year now, I guess, we've been running with them. So it saved me 12 months' worth of salary. And in the beginning, you wouldn't have had that money if you weren't charging the correct price. Exactly. If I would have been lowballing just to stay alive. You Dude, know? and that's like the snowball on the opposite side. You know what I'm saying? Like when we were talking earlier, that snowball is like just what bad can happen happens is one thing after another after another. Uh, well, the opposite side of things, now you got a little beaver. Okay. Now you're more efficient. Now you're going from a three man crew to a two man crew. So you're running more leaner. You're saving more money. The little beaver was a one time purchase. Yeah, some maintenance, some upkeep, and maybe a new one every other couple of years. But now you're on the snowball on the opposite side. Yeah. Where things are just getting better and better for you. Well, and another thing is is just being organized, man. If your truck is organized, your trailer, you know, you know what? Uh, my guys, every afternoon, I've been having them at the yard welding. We're welding cages for our bits. We're welding flat bar in certain areas so we can stand up our, our walk boards, our platforms. We, uh, we added pipes all across the front of our trailers to put um, – put rakes and uh root busters and um the uh the tension bar for the uh for the uh little beaver and you know all that stands up in there easy to get to out of the way you know we're doing all these things to make sure that we're efficient and we can we can move forward and not have any obstructions man Mm -hmm. things like that you know um i'm looking at buying a second forklift you know why? Because it's taking my guys longer to get out the yard than I like. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean? Less time on the job takes the job longer means I got to charge more labor. 
Mm-hmm. So do I go ahead and cough up now and buy the forklift? Or do I just keep suffering? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, look, guys, we got tools that come out. This defense tools is, is a great thing. You literally can take a guy after he's been with you for a week and have him nailing up pickets. It's that simple with the straightaway, whether it's blue or red. <laughs> Dan's got his straightaway in the background again. I think he must have left it there from last week. I'm just going to set this here. Nobody... When I get on a Zoom or a call, dude, I want to see it right there. I love it. <laughs> so uh, what's uh, what's another alternative uh would you say dan uh i can't read your writing here dan differentiation being different <laughs> what's that word uh it's not sustainability you can say that no. one, right um differentiate i don't think that's a word yes you need to you need to differ from everyone else is what it's okay. meaning dan wheeler i'll send you a webster dictionary i'll <laughs> i'll buy you the app for your phone. Thank you. <laughs> no, so um, you need to, you know, you need to highlight things like uh, unique selling points. You know, one yep. of my selling points. Hey, we got financing, twelve months, same as cash. Well, hey, now that I'm higher than the other guy, hold on a second. You mean I don't have to pay, give you all the money out my piggy bank, Dan? I just got to fill out a little bit of paperwork and pay a little eighty dollar a month uh, bill. That's right. Well, <laughs> well, we're going with Fence King. Yep. Right? Yep. You got to be different. You got to sell yourself. And, that, and I think every market could be different on that. Every company should be different on that. Um, I like to think that I sell myself. I sell River City Fence and uh, our quality, our, just like what you said earlier, like training and stuff. I mentioned that. Like, I train every year. Let's just stay in alone. Right here, perfect timing, dude. Um, staining alone, like I go, I go to Nashville every winter. We get re upped on our certification. Any new techniques, their their um, new stain, whatever. You know, we're there to learn it. Um, that's what makes me different. I'm not just, you know, looking on YouTube, watching a video, and going out and staining your fence with any old stain. Like I trust and believe in my product and and the ways we do things. Well, you know, and you can you can justify your pricing yes. when you're saying, hey. We're using a more premium material, mm-hmm. you know. Um, our fence boards are domestic; they're not, they're you know, they're not imported from Brazil. Domestic fence boards, huge difference in that, you know, because of the tree that they're cut from. It's a it's a better product. The the the, um, the pressure treated pine boards that we use. Now I know a lot of people don't use those in some parts of the country, but it's a big thing here. So you know what we do it. Uh, when it comes to our cedar fence boards, we don't use Japanese, Chinese, whatever cedar, unless we're going to be pre-staining. But yeah, we don't we don't use that. We use Alta Western Red. It's the best on the market, man. It's mm-hmm. the best stuff around. Uh, we don't use pine boards that look like cedar cedar tone. You know. A lady's like, oh, yo, you're 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 thirty five hundred dollars more than Billy Joe Bob. I'm like, what? So sure enough, I make a little note in the computer a month from now to go check out the fence once it's been built. Dylan swings by and it's a uh, it's cedar tone pine boards that is pre stained cedar. Mm-hmm. Well, no wonder I was thirty five hundred dollars higher. 
So then you call the customers like, hey, you know, you don't have a cedar fence, and that's what I bid for you. I drove by today and noticed that you got pine boards that are stained cedar. What? <laughs> well, you, you think there was a $3,500 difference because the guy just could get cedar boards cheaper than me? No. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, differentiate. Uh, now you got me all messed up. Differentiating. Is that how you say it? <laughs> say it one more time just so I, I know how to say it, Dan. I feel like, uh, what's his name? Will Tillis or whatever, the, the singer. He could sing, but he stuttered. <laughs> you ever watch Smokey and the Bandit, man? You had to watch that. You, have, you never watched that? Oh, That's dude. Right at the, it probably ended right before I started comprehending TV. Yeah, man, you got to watch that. Nathan Downs is in all those movies. Captain yeah. Chaos. Yeah. Dom <laughs> Dolwees. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you got you got to you got to stand out from the from the crowd, man. You know, we we push our financing. We push. Hey, you can do it. You can do an estimate online, right? My salesman, go knock it out. Get your quote right now. Mm-hmm. You know, we got a we 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 dig our holes thirty inches deep, eight inch round auger. You know, what can I do to be different? And what premium materials are we using? Well, our aluminum. I honestly feel in the realm of aluminum, residential aluminum that we're using, that Diggers is one of the best. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, probably Ameristar is the best overall when it comes to aluminum, but I'm talking about the residential line that we do. Most of these guys are installing some form of Barrett or Barrett, however you say it, mm-hmm. or Alumaguard or whatever it is. They mass produce it, make a slight little change, and ship it to all these supply houses. You know, the diggers is well more superior than that. You know? So that's how we set our, ourselves apart. And then and then we do targeted marketing, you know. So instead of lowballing a job, work on, you know, identifying and targeting the the customer segments that value quality and are willing to pay more for a superior product and service. 100%. You know, man, I don't go down in the, in the shanty part of town and try to sell fence. You know, when I get someone called me from that area, I'm like, well, hey, you do know you're looking at about six or $7,000. Oh, Lord, really? Yes. Oh, okay, never mind. Yep. Or you, can weed them yeah. you know, or somebody calls up and says, uh, yeah, I, I just want the cheapest fence, the chain link fence. Well, chain link fence really isn't all that cheap, <laughs> you know? Right. I mean, so those are the people we're not targeting there. So what do we do? Hey, Benji, we need to target a higher higher quality customer, and how do we do that? Correct. And you need to figure that out. That kind of gets into, like, the next level type uh, part of running your business you know what I'm saying? The stuff that nobody, not a lot of people, I don't feel like, are like in my area, my region, don't really tap into. Yeah, they have a Facebook and Google account, but they don't have a Benji app for them every day, every month, updating that stuff and trying to target those, like you said, those good customers. Because I have areas where I want to work because they take care. They have a really nice property. They take care of it. They want the best of everything. Um, and it's and they're not price shopping around. They're not, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they didn't have part of it. Um, an area where we work is where 
99.9% of the time, it's get four foot galvanized chain link. And that other 1% of the time is it's four foot black vinyl chain link. I mean, we don't, you know, and that's not bad either for us because um, we get in and out of those. But I'd love to do, you know, 250 foot of six foot vinyl every single day. Well, yeah, because vinyl costs more and you're making more money on it because of the margin. You know, if you're doing a, a, a 50 margin or let's, that's too easily said. Let's say you're doing a, fit, a margin of 52 on that chain link job and it's going to take you two days and then you do a margin of 52 on that vinyl job and it's going to take you two days. You're going to make more money on the vinyl job because mm-hmm. the material cost is more. Yes. And now with because we've invested this whole, you know, going back to the beginning, now that we've we've done trainings, I got these tools that I was I've been able to spend money on. Dude, I'm gonna get in and out even faster on vinyl. I'm driving and sleeping them. So it's again, it's a snowball effect on the opposite side. Yeah. So you know, you have to have a target market. And if you're lowballing, guess who your target market is? It's, oh, uh, cheap customers. Yeah, the cheap customers, yeah. man. And look, there's nothing wrong with cheap customers. They're out there. You know, well, that's why we have a low class, a middle class, and a high class, right? But uh, those are the people that you're going to be dealing with, and those are the ones. You know, they're like my, uh, I call them my tax people, the people who get their taxes. They get six, $7,000 back in taxes. They've never seen that much money, or they only see it once a year. And to them, it's like a million dollars, right? Mm-hmm. My guys call it, they're looking at a dollar like it's $5, and they think they paid for the Taj Mahal, but really they bought the cheapest fence that there is, and they're going to run you through the ringer. Mm-hmm. You know? So target target a market, and, and, and targeting that market is really all on how you express yourself on social media, on your Facebook post. You know? Um, I mean, I can tell you right now, you're not going to see me personally now you might see my guys doing it but me personally i'm not going to market my company with rap music and all that stuff in it i'm not going to do that you know now my 23 year old or 20 i don't even know how old my kids are bro i think he's 25 now my 25 23 year old my 21 year old if they're doing that to their friends then it's marketing to them for me and they're okay with that but when it comes to my platforms for Fence King, we're going to make sure that we're running our post through a, a grammar checker, making sure our grammar is right. We want to sound educated, and we want to be informative. And those things matter. I mean, I've literally had customers tell me, uh, my husband's like, oh, we can't hire somebody who's on Facebook. Well, I'm like, I'm not just on Facebook. It just so happened that's where you first saw me. Right. But – uh like, yeah, well, you know, we scrolled through your Facebook posts. There was no spelling errors. There was no um, slang. So we hired you. Well, guess what? We're going to get a lot better quality customer. Both of those people were college professors. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's how you're going to target the market that you want. And, and lowballing your prices is not targeting a market you want. That's for sure. It's 100%. You know, because, hey, I've been there. When I first started out, I didn't care, man. I had a regular job. Fencing was just play money. So I didn't care. I was like, oh, yeah, I undercut everybody. But mm-hmm. I had a whole lot of headaches. Yeah. 
It gets to a point where it's not worth it. So another way, another alternative to consider instead of lowballing is probably one of my uh, favorite things. Diversification. Go ahead, show us show us that Superman chest you got on right there, Dan Will. What you got? Expert staying in seal, 19 different flavors, odor-free, no back brushing, employee proof, right? That is a great way to diversify. Mm-hmm. You know, offer another offer another service. You know, this this podcast is around fencing, right? So you might want to start offering decks. You might want to start offering pergolas. You might want to start offering staining. It's a great way to diversify. And look, how do you know if a diversification is working for you? Well, you need to track those jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a spreadsheet, and as we enter in each job, we have drop-down menus. It's on a pivot table, and we pick residential staying. So then at the end of the month, I can go back and tell you how much dollars we spent uh, was uh, our, our staying for the month, what our average ticket was, what our gross pro- our average gross profit margin was, and whether or not it's worth it. Mm-hmm. You know? So you have to track that stuff. I used to do concrete work, and I used to do decks, and I used to do pergolas, and I used to do patio covers. And guess what? I don't do any of that anymore. You know why? Because it was a lot of headaches. The profit margin was very small because I had to sub everything out. And it was taken away from my moneymaker, fencing. Mm-hmm. So I got out of it all. Now we moved into uh, staining. Uh, another diversification is what? Gate operators. Gate Go operator. to gate operator school, man. Well, we got uh, this August. We're going. Dan will be there. We'll be mm-hmm. at uh, the fence show in Vegas. Brian's having classes. The AFA every uh, the last week in October, first week in November, down in Dallas, Texas, they have classes. You know, my AFA chapter had a class last week, last weekend. You know, I think we had six or seven guys go through it. Get licensed for that. Start putting in gate operators. You know? it, if you want it, it's out there for sure. Yeah. So another alternative is to diversify. Instead of lowballing jobs and hurting your market that you're depending on in the future, you know. And then, of course, another alternative would be uh, value-based pricing. You know, mm-hmm. consider pricing based on the value provided to the customers rather than solely on the cost. You know, if I get a customer that's worried about cost, I'm automatically turned off. And you know, in in, in my office, we can see everybody's text because we have one text that goes to all the customers and Dylan can see when I'm getting frustrated with a customer, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and he'll know it. He'll see a response. He's like, Oh, that's somebody just worried about price. Huh? Yeah. I'm just I'm messing with them. Just push them to the side. Yep. You know? So, um, you've got to, uh, you've got to consider basing your price off of the value. And if you're offering things that are valuable, like, no dig, right? That's that's a value that your yard's not going to get messed up. Yep, that's I got one. Coming. I got one coming up, Dan. I think this week or next, 
Dude, it's one of the most heavily landscaped yards I've seen in a long time. And we it is a no dig. And he was so concerned about us tearing it up. And I'm and we sold it on that, dude. You know, it's a value. And and if you're taking that, if you have, if you if you have a customer that um that spends that much time, money, and energy and effort into their property, uh-huh. into their yard, dude, and they want that perfect fence to go with it. Um, dude, he's gonna pay. He's gonna. That's a value to him. To where his, we're gonna go in, build the fence, and walk out. It's like we were never even there. So, are you doing a postmaster? Are you doing aluminum? What are you doing? It's uh, it's vinyl. Vinyl. Okay, so you're gonna do. You're driving two and three eighths inch schedule forty. Is that what you're driving? Uh, um, I've been using 40, which I think is probably a little overkill, unless you're like in the windy area. Uh-huh. Uh, 20, yeah. So you're going to drive schedule 20, you're going to put donuts on it, sleeve it, and roll, huh? Yep. Yeah, dude's going to love it, man. That's kind of like we are. You hear old Roscoe barking in the background, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's Scout, man. That's my daughter's dog. She moved in about a year ago. Uh, she totally bamboozled me, bro. She, uh, she said, hey, I think I'm going to move back home. And I'm like, oh, uh, no, you can't do that. And she's like, well, you said I could if I was if, if we were in school. I'm like, yeah, well, you're not in school. She's like, oh, I'm going back to school. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> so she moved in with like an 80 or 90-pound golden retriever. So now I've, dog's kind of grown on me, dude. Now I bring him to work every day. He lays <laughs> under my desk, mopes around. We throw the ball in the office. <laughs> I feel sorry for the people below us, man. It's so funny. This dog doesn't run; he gallops. So <laughs> I'll sit in my office, and out my office door is a wall. So I'll throw his ball and hit that wall, and it'll ricochet down the hallway. And I just hear him galloping down the hallway. <laughs> you would have a dog that gallops, man. It's so funny, man. I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, good old Scout. Um, yeah, man. So there's plenty of alternatives to 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 running your business than lowballing to get cash flow or to retain your employees. We need to go ahead and focus on doing. Uh, damn, somebody balking at somebody, huh? Uh, we need to focus on you know our operations, our SOPs, being more efficient. You know, we need to focus on being different in the market. Have have some selling points, man. Premium materials. Find your targeted market and diversify. And make sure that your pricing is based off of uh, value, not off of cost. Yeah, 100%. So, hey, man. It's great seeing you today, bro. Good. I'm glad you got to see me, man. Two weeks in a row. Whew, man, I'm a lucky son of a bitch. You are. You are. Then I'm going to see you in Vegas here soon, too, dude. Yeah, I'm ready, bro. I'm going to have Pepper with me. Wait till you get around Pepper and she's had a few drinks. You can be like, all right, I see why y'all are together. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so I uh, just signed a big deal with uh, J.C. Gary, decals and signs, or signs and decals. I don't know how it goes, but uh, I'm excited about that, man. We are coming out, guys. Alert, industry alert. We are coming out with a new fence sign where's my fence sign at? it's around here somewhere it's above i can see it above your head to the left is it hold on i got one right here somewhere we make some noise real quick guys sorry let me mute that real quick <laughs> so guys we got the uh fence line fence sign if you're watching on youtube you can see it so i think Benji has come up with an idea 
that we're going to go ahead and uh, invert this. So we're going to make everything that's black white and everything that's white is black. And we might start doing these every year so they'll be sought after. And if Dude, you're let lucky. Me let you're, me know when you get a River City Red one done. Then I'll take one. We might do a red one. Special for me? One. Just for you. And hey, guys, if you got fence signs and you want to send them to us, we're doing a wall in Dylan's office of fence signs. You can send those to uh, 19399 Hellenberg Road, Suite 208, Covington, Louisiana. Um, I'm going to uh, 70433. If you want to know what that is, give us a shout. Send it to us. We'll send you a fence king and fence life sign in return. So give me a shout if you need to know and you want that. All right? You got anything you want to add, Dan, Will, before we cut this thing, uh, cut this off? Uh, no, dude, this was good. This is really good. I hope uh, there's guys out there that listen to this and implement it um, or take action on some of this because this is the stuff that changes a business. Like, stop beating your head against the damn wall. Listen, take some advice, and act on it. Yeah, and y'all stop stealing Dan Wheeler's signs. Didn't you say somebody was stealing your signs, man? Dude, I got to post some pictures. Yeah, they were. So my dad's been putting a lot of them back on. Um, but the one I put on at Burger King because I like I like uh, those burritos in the morning from there. So I stopped and I signed the back of it like I said, your signed copy, the voice of the fence industry podcast, and I put my name Dan Wheeler and all curves up fancy. So I hope he steals it and gets it like super butt hurt on it. That's yeah, funny, man. Well, look, bro, it was great talking to you. It wasn't so great seeing you. You're a little rough on the eyes. I feel sorry for Sandy, but well, I'll talk to her in Vegas. We'll straighten her out. Are you I'm bringing home. Sandy? She she's every other day. Dude. One day she's like, I'm going. One day she's like, No, I don't want to go. One day she's going. So I don't know. It's a it's one of those things. Dude, I I need her to hang out with Pepper, learn how to make those tacos or whatever, flantas or flautas, tacos, tamales, uh, tortas. Man, yeah, oh, everything. And, and, and the white people chimichanga. And the ch- she won't even know what a chimichanga is. <laughs> <laughs> chimichanga, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, look, it was great talking to you. You have a good one. And hey, fellas, y'all keep on fencing, okay? You've been listening to My Fence Life. Yes, we like to have fun. Beer, bourbon, and business. And although we have fun, we take our business very seriously. Dan Blanc is known as the Fence King, and he's been providing high-quality fence solutions since 1999. He's connected to industry leaders, business leaders, financing experts, and marketing gurus that will be on the show to talk about their success stories. To find out more about us, hit the website at myfencelife.com. Listen to the show wherever you consume your content. We are everywhere. Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. See you next time on My Fence Life.